From the Montana Kaiman, University of Montana's independent student-run newspaper, this is Bearpocalypse Now. I'm Austin Amistoy. Black bears are familiar residents of Montana's mountains and forests and have garnered a reputation for their surprise visits to UM's campus. But, drawn by the irresistible scent of human garbage, bears frequented Missoula at unusually high rates this fall, leading to increased headaches for fish, wildlife, and parks, and an uptick in encounters with unsuspecting students. On this episode of the Kaiman Cast, arts and culture reporter Haley Yarborough bears the good and bad news about our furry forest friends and the efforts underway to keep them and us safe. Haley, it sounds like you tried to answer a number of questions in your reporting, but let's start with a basic one. Why do we have bears on campus at all? I recently talked to James Jonkel, the wildlife specialist at Fish, Wildlife, and Parks. Um, and essentially what he told me is the bears are in a period of like hyperphagia right now, which means they're essentially coming down to lower elevations to fatten up before hibernation. Exactly. It's just like uh, I'm doing the same thing. I'm getting my cabin ready. I'm cutting off firewood. <laughs> I'm stocking all the stores in the cabin so I don't have to ski in with it. Uh, bears are doing the same thing. It's called hyperphagia. And, uh, and this usually lasts like from late summer to fall between the months of like late June to mid-November. I think it's particularly bad this year because berries like hawthorn are in full bloom, at least according to John Cole. Hawthorn is a, a kind of a lower elevation berry that was just so productive this year. Unbelievable. I mean, we had hawthorn like you wouldn't believe. Um, so that's the main reason we've got all this bear activity right now. In From what Jonkle told me, essentially these berry sources are beginning to dwindle. Um, so more and more bears are moving into urbanized areas. But Haley, it seems like everyone who attends UM has a bear story of some kind, off-campus or on. I'm wondering, did you hear any of those stories during your reporting? Yeah, definitely. Um, It was pretty funny, though. Actually, I set up on the oval with, you know, a chair and a table and a whiteboard saying, tell me your UM bear story. (laughs) And I got a a few pretty good stories. Um, Yes. Okay, my name is Ronnie. I drive a Ford Fiesta. (laughs) This time last year, I'm driving down Broadway. There's this one by, her name's Ronnie Hecker. She's a student here at UM, um, and she's told me this great story. She was uh, driving downtown in downtown Missoula um, in her Ford Fiesta, which she calls Carmen. She really likes that car. And uh, she saw a bear cross Broadway. There's a boy driving behind me, and I call him, and I say, Hey, did you just see that bear running down the sidewalk? And he goes, are you sure it wasn't just a big dog? And I said, you're from Connecticut, never speak to me again. (laughs) We circle the block, we circle the block, we park. It's running across Broadway, (laughs) running across the street. And then she called animal control and they told her, oh, we're just gonna let it do bear things. (laughs) And then the next day, a bear was reported on campus. 
And then probably one of the best ones was Addison Cook. And Addison sent you a video of the encounter that she had with her roommates of this bear, right? Yes. Yes, it is a great video. Um, it, it's basically them shrieking. She was at her house, her rented apartment with her roommates near Higgins, I believe. And she, um, it was like an early morning, she was getting ready to go to her 8 a.m. lab. And then um, they saw this bear. It just uh, essentially scaled their fence, crawled into their yard. Do you think he can scale this one? Dude, he's just chilling in our backyard. <laughs> and after a while, it crapped in their yard <laughs> and then crawled over the fence and uh, ran towards uh, Dairy Queen on Higgins. So that was one of the best stories. Haley, did Jonko or anyone else tell you about the trends researchers are seeing in terms of bears coming into town? Essentially what's happening is this year, I mean, it's due to a lot of the hawthorn blooming, a lot of berry surplus. But in other years, it's actually the opposite when they don't have enough natural food. Um, and he actually told me this story. He called it uh, Bear Bearmageddon. <laughs> Back in 2015, there was like this early fall freeze that killed off a lot of their natural food. I asked him actually about like how this could tie into bigger themes like climate change, stuff like that. And he did say that there is potential for this issue to grow just because the bears go into hibernation later because they have more accessibility to food mm. and it's just warmer in general. So they don't feel as much of a need to fatten up before the winter comes. So the moral of this story, it seems, Haley, is that our furry friends aren't going away anytime soon. But John Cole lived through uh, what he has called the first Bearmageddon. So I guess my last question for you is, are we living through a second Bearpocalypse now? I don't think we're living through another like bear Mageddon or bear apocalypse right now. Um, I think it's just from what John Cole told me, this this has happened before. These kind of seasons has happened before. Like bears have come down after eating an abundance of fruit and stuff. And I think it just comes down to people being bearware, you know, cleaning up their trash, picking their fruit trees, stuff like that. Um, and I think as long as we do that. We'll be okay. <laughs> Haley, thanks for giving us the 411 on our favorite four legged campus visitors. You really have a knack for laying the facts bare. Ah, uh, thanks for bearing with me, Austin.